So it still feels like it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome Come to. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Why do I know that? Let's twist again. No. <laughs> like we did that song. No, not picking it up. Anyway, welcome to the first official episode of our new podcast, Authors Behaving Badly, which is basically. Formerly the podcast known as Books and Bullshit with a couple of twists. Um, same great flavor, half the calories. Um, and we are going to actually be focusing more on the talking shit and less on the actual like how to write this stuff because we were way better at that than giving people like functioning advice. As always, I'm Zach. And I'm Martina. And we fight crime. <laughs> Well, and not together really. we fight crime. We just mostly bitch about stuff from our couches and <laughs> yell how we would get away with it. <laughs> like the privileged white people we are. <laughs> she buried the body in the basement. So 1994. Wiki move. I wonder how many people got buried in basements in 1994. I mean, I don't know, but there's probably a statistic for that. Actually, there's probably not a statistic for that. They don't really have a lot of murder systems. Let me try that again. Statistics. S's. Calm down there, Snape. Martina's over here being a sneaky snake. It's a snake. Anyway, so so let's let's run you through how this how this works again. So each episode, one of us picks an author or an event or a drama. Whatever the fuck we want. Because it's our podcast. You don't like it, go start your own. Um, you can actually do that using Anchor. I'll teach you a little <laughs> bit about that a little later on. But so well, one of us will do the research for a topic and we will present it to the other one. And then we will just talk mad shit about it the whole fucking time. These topics can be anything from murders to fucking to, to hand jobs to whatever the fuck. It could be crazy shit. Nothing is off the table. Um, yeah. And it's going to be a little bit more organized than our previous times because, you know, we actually have an intention for every episode now. We're not just kind of like winging this shit and talking about shit and repeating shit. And again, we're not really necessarily out giving you advice. Yeah. Yeah, like we are now. I feel like I just cover this. I smell toast. Does anybody else feel numb? (laughs) What? I can crack a stroke joke. <laughs> Usually your stroke jokes have more to do with hand jobs, but okay. My wrist hurts. <laughs> All right, Martina. So for the first episode, I think you are you got one fucking ready to go here. I do. So I am really excited about what it is because the fun part is is neither one of us knows <laughs> what the other one chose. I'm wondering when the day comes which one of us is gonna piss the other one off first because we're recording one episode. Like, we both chose the same one, but the one of us that gets to it first, we're just going to be like, you bitch. I feel like we're going to have a lot of lot of leeway because there are some very bad authors out there yeah. in every conceivable way, whether it's murder or just really bad writing. We've got plenty to talk about. Yeah, and it's not all about crimes. I mean, it's literally like, you know, just what, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, uh, not gossip, but <laughs> gossip, just doing not dumb cons- shit not conspiracy like what's the word i'm looking for here 
We're authors. Like we can't, we got to think of a word. It's a synonym. Give me a synonym. <laughs> this for... is why we do podcasts because <laughs> we're not good authors. That we means... don't word good. <laughs> we don't. We, we don't. The words good. No bean juice to make the brain go. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, the whole point of this, Martina. I'm supposed to be keeping count of the time, but I forgot. So <laughs> let me start that now. Um, just Shocker. so I can do that one. But. Um, go ahead, Martina, and let's start with what you got. So tell me about your author, Scandal. Scandal! That was the word! Scandal! <laughs> I got it! Your turn. Okay. So, in looking up famous authors who did bad shit, I came across the perfect inaugural author who combines our love of bad writing, sex... And just being completely morally ambiguous. J.K. Rowling? The Marquis de Sade. Ah. Uh. A man so vulgar, they literally create an entire genre of kink about him. Well, he is French. I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> he is. And let me tell you something. That, com- that comes into play big time. And he is literally like... Is there like a lot of hair and like questionable body <laughs> hygiene problems? It's the way that the things that he wrote about used to be criminalized, but now France has sort of just embraced them as, you know, just guys being guys. Like a baguette in your bum. Strangely <laughs> 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 enough, that also sort of comes into play. Jesus so, Christ, the French. <laughs> so I will start by saying that the Marquis de Sade is actually a legit Marquis. He has a title. He comes from... Sorry, Sorry, sound engineers being mauled by a, a small human. Yeah, so I want you guys to know that Martina and I are maintaining eye contact with one another, while in our periphery, there are titties out and a baby just uh, sucking away. Aggressively. Uh, yes. Angrily. Very aggressively. It's like playing, it's like watching an awkward drunk freshman play slap the bag for the first time. I feel like the Marquis de Sade would have written a book about this. That's so gross. I mean, he was gross. I'm going to preface this right now by saying he was gross. Like, I don't know what people know about him, but they've made a lot of like literary, like high highfalutin kind of movies where they attempted to make him seem misunderstood. Like a guy who was just a little too kinky for his day. Homeboy was like the original fuckboy. Like the original fuckboy. Well, that's like the guy, like I'm, I'm a firm believer in like arts, art. If you're not hurting anybody, what the fuck ever. Like, you know, just like, I don't like censorship with certain things like book burning. That's all stupid. But then you get shit like Lolita and I'm like, "Mm, maybe that one shouldn't have been written. Everybody's like, it's one of the best pieces of literature ever. And I'm like, do we have to admit that? Well, let me tell you, when I was 14, I read my first book by the Marquis de Sade. I like snuck it out of the library thinking I was going to be like. (laughs) We're having some problems right (laughs) now. Sorry, We're having some technical difficulties. Our mascot has run amok. She's trying to maul her sound engineer. <laughs> All while wearing a diaper that says, what's up? <laughs> Which sounds aggressive, given the situation. It's supposed to be cute, but now it's more like, what up, bitch? She literally, I just watched her drag her lower lip across my wife's areola. It says like a really awkward E.L. James book. Very painful, <sighs> Very painful. <laughs> So the, the first book I read 
uh, by the Marquis de Sade was so bad, I couldn't finish it. And you know, I read some pretty rough stuff. <laughs> Zachary? Sorry. Put your fucking phone down. I, it, was, it, was, it was related. It was related. Fuck boy, Marquis de Sade, question mark. <laughs> I believe it would be, it'd be fuck boy. <laughs> Fackably, Marquis de Sade. I will say that it is kind of cool that he died in an asylum because I feel like that's the kind of energy I want to leave this world with. Do you think they named Marquis after him? Like the Mercury Marquis? <laughs> the core? No, like like the th- like the shit you find in malls. <laughs> what? Like, a, I don't know. I just hear that shit referenced a lot in mall stores. Like, oh, but it's by the marquee. I don't know what the fuck they're talking oh. about. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. But it took me way too long to put those two together. I am going on two hours sleep here. Just so you know. But yeah, so the Marquis de Sade basically wrote books that weren't just sadistic in nature. Like, he just took it to every extreme. He wasn't just into kink that we know, like BDSM was created around like essentially the Marquis de Sade, but sadism, <laughs> that, <laughs> which your daughter is very good at, is basically abuse against a person's will, you know, rape, <laughs> but also torture. So he would write these books where he did all kinds of vile things, usually to his like housekeepers, non-consensual all the way. That's like Elizabeth Bathory. Yes, but with more pedophilia and torture. But- I'm just saying something. Yeah, and when you can upset the French with sex, you have taken it to a whole new level. Yeah. And even in 1700s, if you were a marquee, you could pretty much do whatever you fucking wanted. And even though they were constantly censoring him and arresting him, somehow he managed to just keep moving up through the ranks of their government and became really well known as like an anarchist. And like in his bio, it's like famous author, sadist, pedophile, and atheist. Like, why do those things go together? Well, that sort of that sort of person has always risen to fame in France. It's like that one famous French rapper that that copied an American rapper back in the nineties. I don't know French rappers. Oh yeah, Marky Mark. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you walked right into that. I fucking one. hate you. I'm too tired for this today, Zach. <laughs> but. So the Marquis de Sade went to prison the first time, the first time. <laughs> Repeat offender. Yes. For apparently um, having anal sex with four housekeepers and his friend. Like at the same time or like consecutive, like were these like multiple charges? Because um, if it was the same time, did he have to get like a running start? <laughs> it's definitely multiple charges, but... They were more upset about the dude because he was like considered at the same level as him. Whereas housekeepers, apparently, you know, you can do whatever you want to them. Well, back then, they were property. Yeah. So, but yeah, the fact that he had a male lover, as they put it, (laughs) 
was more offensive than the fact that he raped four women. I'm sure they called it like Louvre, but whatever. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Um. And now they praise him because, you know, he made homosexuality seem normal. I was like, yes, but in that, he was also trying to normalize rape and, I don't know, uh, incest and pedophilia. Well, nobody's successful in everything they endeavor. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and the actual reason he got in trouble with the whole housekeeper thing is because he was roofing them with Spanish fly, which is, which sounds like it should be a rapper's name. <laughs> Spanish fly? Or like a pants brand or something. <laughs> like, I can't figure this out. Oh, that's the Spanish fly. It zips it's, up, not down. But something. it's supposedly an aphrodisiac. For somebody else. <laughs> yes, not for the person. But I guess it's sort of like the 1700s version of roofing or somebody. So that's why he actually got in trouble. Not for fucking them, but for drugging them. I mean, it sounds like he was ahead of his time. And we recently had a guy called Cosby Desaad that fucking did the same shit. <laughs> well, the, the whole time I was reading about how even though he just kept raping and molesting and doing horrible things to these women and writing about it, he just kept rising through the ranks politically, like he was Brett fucking Kavanaugh. Like, I just, I don't understand. I do understand, but I'm mad about it. Like, somehow, white men just keep getting promoted, no matter what they fucking do. But, so yeah, so I was, I always thought he just wrote the bad stuff. But no, no, he was practicing what he preached. Market research? <laughs> well, they also kept tossing him in asylums. Well, he was doing plenty of his own tossing. But while he was <laughs> in the asylum, he was still trying to get it in with the housekeepers in the asylum. Wait, and just even... stick it through the bars? <laughs> no, no. Back in the day, when you were in an asylum, you had like your own little cubby. You had like a writing desk. You know, they didn't want it to interfere with your work. Like you, you could be crazy. Shit, even uh, Van Gogh. While he was in the asylum, he was making all kinds of gorgeous artwork and even selling it. Fair. Makes me want to kind of go into an asylum and just spend it, my days it, writing. It's not the same thing these days. <laughs> I don't know. I worked in one. Was, I know. You're the bad. one that told me about the booty juice, which isn't what as fun as you think it is. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't think they'd have to give me booty juice. They'd be like, uh, well... It's therapy day. Be like, yay, I get to talk about me. <laughs> then I get to eat ice cream and then go in my room and not talk to anybody. And every once in a while when they try to discharge you, you eat a handful of checkers and you get to stay another month. <laughs> exactly. It's really, I mean, I feel like that's a fair trade. I mean, that's fair. The dog agrees too. <laughs> I was like, did something just growl? <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of the Marquis de Sade. <laughs> he is angry. So, so you said the first time he was like <clears throat> locked into uh, an asylum over like so how many times was he fucking thrown into asylums i think three i did not okay we're gonna also preface this by we're not really allowed to do to bring in all of the research we do because we don't then we'll get distracted trying to read and we got enough shit going on to be a hundred percent factual so if you guys want to fact check anything go right ahead yeah and feel free to you know tell us on social media that we suck and we're wrong but, oh, and if you're ever an author that we call out and you want to defend yourself, pull up. 
We'll put you on the fucking podcast. Yes, we have lots of questions. I'm sure we would love to ask. I don't think the Marquis de Sade is going to show up anytime soon, though. I hope not, because if he does, he's probably very angry. And it's very hard to get rid of a vengeful spirit. Yeah. And I don't think we want anything he's willing to to come at us with. <laughs> okay, poor choice of words. <laughs> Death by ghost dicking. <laughs> Baguette. <laughs> God. I mean, that's just, first and foremost, I'm sorry, that would be French. Secondly, like, the whole story was so French. It's like, sure, he's a rapist and he, like, has a big thing for torturing and murdering people and necrophilia, but come on. He's rich. He's got great ideas. He's an atheist. I mean, <laughs> we pretty much do the same shit nowadays, though. It's true. I know. That's kind of where the parallels were coming in with me. I was like, so he roofied a bunch of people and got away with it, had to do some occasional spells in a cushy asylum where they gave him everything he wanted, including women to torture and bang. And well, maybe that's not what he wanted. I hear he liked dudes. So maybe that was his punishment. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why he's so angry. Maybe. It's confusing. I mean, back then, to be honest, I'm sure there was so much hair you couldn't really tell one way or another anyway it does seem like it was like the great outdoors you think of like if the people got hairy enough like they would ever get like velcro lock and like they're trying then they get tangled and now they're both stuck here for a while <laughs> just me did they have scissors back in the day did they have to call a housekeeper or or like a servant or a maid i mean probably what am i doing nothing she's giving me the stink eye but his is next, next episode. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> One per episode, please. Everybody line up. Well, I figure if we've only got 30 minutes, that <clears throat> we can, because we still have our celebrity death match. Oh yeah, that we're going to be that we're going to be ending each episode with. And I think a fun part about that, Martine, I think what we should do is you come up with a celebrity and or author, and then I'll throw one at it that I would like to see fight. And then we'll put it up on our social media and, and you, you guys can tell can us who you think would win the bet. And we'll tell you who the winner was next episode. That's true. But what happens if like the popular vote takes that one, but then really, because every once in a while the underdog wins. Well, yeah, but we can defend our stances. Okay. We have to actually defend him though. Because you know, fuck you, that's why <laughs> it's, it's a valid reason in the debate. Work for my thesis. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It works for government. It does. <laughs> government debates are just full of fancy fancy wordsmithing for fuck you man exactly per my last email bitch which i'm fairly certain is what tupac meant when he said first off fuck your bitch and the click you find <laughs> i mean that's how i always close out my fucking emails. right god all right so now what now what like what century what years was the marquis de Sade? 1741 to 18 something man so i mean he so he lived a pretty long yeah no too. he he lived to fuck over a lot of people literally literally yeah he was not a nice dude i mean now that's the thing though all of a sudden all of his ancestors who have come down the line are now like embracing him as some sort of like fucking visionary Wait a minute, wasn't he all, all up into the butt stuff and and dudes like how does he have ancestors he wasn't just into dudes. Uh, I don't even want to give him like bisexual or pansexual because he was just a fucking creep. Like, I don't feel like 
any of us should have to own him. He was just kind of abhorrent all over. But yeah, so now his his like great 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 grandson or nephew or something is like has his own line of like luxury goods and like well yeah. at that at that point and that far down the lineage you're just trying to cash in on oh on, and they on, are you know they're I mean? cashing in and now France is like embracing all of his works and like talking about how he was like misunderstood and I'm just like no no you're not gonna sell me on a fucking guy who writes books about rape and mur- murder what what is and happening murder <laughs> Layla, if this is some sort of test, I'm failing. <laughs> it's colors. I don't quite know what we're doing. I don't understand. <laughs> so, I mean, that's really interesting. I didn't know. I mean, I knew a little bit, obviously. There's there's always some level of, like, fucked upness attached to, like, old authors, right? Because it's like, now, like, you look at some of the, like, some of the old greats that, and, that came out and some of the things that they came up with, and they were just either into fucked up shit or just fucked up beyond their gourd in order well, to create anything. Well, he wasn't even trying to hide. His first book was called 120 Days of Sodomy. <laughs> he literally wrote a book called like Six Months of Butt Sex. And it was a huge hit. <laughs> of course it would be. <laughs> Six Months of Butt Stuff. Chapter One. Tuesday. <laughs> Please tell me he died of, like, syphilis or some shit. I honestly don't remember how he died, but I hope it was of syphilis. <laughs> Do you think he was hung? <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's anybody we can ask. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Why don't they put but... him in the guillotine? What part they're cutting off? <laughs> but I don't know. I just thought it was appropriate, like... I guess because in the kink community, you know, you hear sadism all the time and you don't really think too much of the word because in, you know, BDSM, sadism is not really against your will. It's like consensual. So I even kind of thought like, oh, well, yeah, he wrote some weird kind of torture porn shit. But then you go back and you look at the stuff and you're like, oh, I'm an adult now and this is not okay. Like... It was it was bad. Like Stephen King gangbang had nothing on this guy. God. And how do authors slide on this shit too? I can't get away with a fucking typo in my shit. And these other motherfuckers are just throwing shit like that in there. And I'm like, oh no, that's cool. It's like we're gonna what we're probably not gonna do this one because of the subject matter of what they did. But a Florida per, a Florida woman killed somebody and the headlines were Florida author commits murder. And I looked this bitch up, and she's got one book on Amazon, three-star review, and nine reviews. And I'm like, oh, she gets the fucking news and labeled as an author. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could murder somebody if you want the title that badly. This is some bullshit. Except he would write into the... He would write in going, USA Today best-selling author. author murders. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And please... Pre- oh! <laughs> she's tugging my hair. She looks so proud of herself, too. You're just sucking on that binky like Maggie for fucking <laughs> She's making the sound, which is hilarious. Sorry, we're talking about our sound engineer slash mascot. 
So, yeah. In short, Marquis de Sade, original fuckboy. Literally. Literally. Fucked boys. Fucked everybody. <laughs> you fucking everybody. Everybody in his <laughs> house getting dick in. Hide your wife, kids. Hide your wife, because he, he, he fucking everybody up in here. Okay, so you get to pick first. What author are you choosing as your fighter for this week's author death match? <clears throat> Jeez. I think I'm going to throw out Dr. Seuss. Oh. Hmm. All right. I don't go with Stephen King. Hmm. Well, since I threw the first challenger, Martina, why did you select your challenger? Well, because your challenger writes about kids, and mine writes about kids fucking other kids. And I don't know, I feel like there's an interesting uh, level of fuck up about that death match. That's true. That's true. I chose mine because I know he'll fight dirty. Dude didn't care. His wife was terminally ill and dying, and he was fucking his mistress the whole time, and within, like, weeks of hers, his wife dying, he married his mistress. Homeboy don't give a shit. Yeah, didn't he also do, like, uh, Nazi propaganda shit? Yep. <clears throat> yeah, he was a bad dude. That's what I'm saying. So he, uh, he'll, he'll straight up, uh, he'll, he'll straight just, like, gas chamber fucking Stephen King. He could, but I feel like Stephen King just keeps living. Like, he got run over, and Homeboy's, like, back at it, like, like, he didn't even miss a beat. He wrote, like, 20 more books after that. So, he's got some he's got some longevity. That's... And he's got a sick mind. He takes, like, Rockwell-esque type towns, and then he turns them into some creepy, 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 weird shit. A lot of molestation. I mean, have you ever seen Dr. Seuss? I mean, he, motherfucker's gonna roll up with a cat and his gat. Like, that's how that's this fight's gonna go. <laughs> Foxes and socks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's our first author death match. We got Stephen King versus Dr. Seuss. We'll put it up on our, uh, our Instagram and we'll see what you guys think. Yeah. May the odds be ever in your favor. All right. Well, that's uh that's been it for the first inaugural episode of Authors Behaving Badly. Yeah, that was I mean, we didn't fuck it up too bad. No, as as not as bad it. as the Marquis de Sade did. <laughs> Marquis de Sade, fucking it up. That should be a fucking jerk. I'm gonna fuck this up like the Marquis de Sade. Like that should be how you. I'm gonna murder you like he murdered those women. It's terrible. <laughs> oh god, the swag opportunities out of this podcast are gonna be fantastic. Murdering Marquis de Sade. <laughs> or I guess it's ass. I was getting ready to say, why don't you eat Chipotle anymore? That shit murders my ass like the Marquis de Sade, man. What are you talking about? 120 days of sodomy, man. <laughs> Six months of butt stuff. I like the American translated version. That should be the title of this episode. Six months, Six of, butt months stuff. of butt stuff. What? It's perfect. There's no swearing. We can spell B-U-T-T-E like it's French. <laughs> Derriere. He got all in there. That's derriere. I mean, if they can say 
butt stuff on Supernatural. I don't know why we can't get away with saying it on the podcast. That's true. I got no I got no more quips. I'm trying to think of one, but I'm the time's running, and so now I'm out of like well, what you should think of is saying goodbye. Oh. Wrap it up. It's winter time. <laughs> Well, I think that that's pretty much it for this episode. I mean, thanks y'all for coming and playing and, you know, yeah, go check yeah. it. Yeah, so now I'm going to try to freehand our social media links that we just changed. So this should be fun for all of us. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash authors behaving badly podcast. You can email us at authors behaving badly podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Authors Behaving Badly Podcast. All right. Underscore uh, between the words. Underscore between the words. I got the official nod. And then what did we decide for Twitter? Twitter's not set up yet. And we have no Twitter yet. So find us on Instagram for our celebrity death match. It's authors underscore behaving underscore badly underscore podcast. So that's where you can find us. Okay? Okay. Toodles. Bye.